everybody. Manimal here. It's Tuesday, March 28th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the major leagues. We're also going to talk about the roster moves the Rangers made today. We're going to also talk about some of those position battles going on still at spring training, and we're going to go over that Texas Rangers box score. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love baseball. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YDK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on social media, Instagram, Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier, F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TXRangersWTB. Or you can check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one, all one word, I believe, is what we say there. And uh, joining me this evening, uh, a man who is two parts excited about baseball and two parts excited about taking home that uh, Trinity River Heritage Championship uh, this upcoming weekend. The 300-pound man, well, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy, and where can they find you on socials? I do know. Wait. I do know they can find your social media on our website now. Ooh. ooh. Well, I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Last night, we, we had uh, our last night over at uh, Buffalo Bros at Sundance mm. Square. Um, uh, the cops were called. It, was, it, got, it got crazy. <laughs> Big Damo was, was arrested. And, uh, we had a we had us a time. <laughs> it is what it is. We're a bunch of wrestlers doing wrestling things. We can't help it. Sometimes we get arrested. It was crazy, man. They even called in the state troopers on us, man. But anyways, wow. I, I, they didn't. Uh, you know, they didn't do anything to me because, well, you know, the celebrities get to walk away. That's right. That's how it normally works. But uh, it's actually because I ran to my car and left. But. Uh, <laughs> a lot of hair flying everywhere uh, no but everything is good uh going out to the ball yard a little later this afternoon to to take in that uh, marty perez start uh so i'm looking forward to that and then uh tonight after the rangers i'm gonna head over to maverick stadium and watch uh tcu and uta uh do do it one more time this season uh so i back it up when i say i go to baseball games I, uh, I'm not, I'm not lying to you people. I'm out there doing it. If, uh, if you, if you can't find me on a Friday night in October, it's cause I'm probably in like pilot point or something like that. Watching football. If you can't find me on a Friday night in December it's because I'm watching a basketball game somewhere. Okay. You know, so I'm, I'm, I try to, I try to get it in. I take in as much as I can. Uh, and, uh, tomorrow just happens to be a double header baseball day. So I'm mm. looking forward to that. And uh, I'm also I'm also looking forward to talking Rangers today and uh, Rangers opening day is just a mere two days away. Mm. When we when we talk to you next time after this show, we'll be uh, we'll be talking about opening day and how excited we are for opening day. So um, Mm -hmm. we're looking forward to that. Um, You can find me over on Twitter if you want to find out about opening day at Manimal Bull. You can find me on Instagram at Manimal300. You can find me at TikTok at BullPro and uh, mm-hmm. Facebook as well, BullPro. You can you can send me a friend request over there if you want. Uh, if you don't, though, I'm not going to be hurt by it. <laughs> 
Well, hey, uh, let's jump right into uh, our around the league. There's a little bit more around the league this uh, today. Uh, obviously, with uh, opening day coming up, a lot of moves being made. Some of these moves are people that either you know have something to do with the Rangers or people that we have maybe talked about a little earlier in the season. Um, so let's jump right into some of the more notable uh, releases of uh, some young players uh, that haven't quite lived up to their uh, their potential. Okay, we can do that. Uh, anybody you got on in mind first? That you well, want to talk first about? one is I, well Abraham Toro would be the first one that that really well, kind of yeah, jumps we, off the page at me. We talked about Abraham Toro. Uh, you know, he's been up with Seattle. He's been up with Houston. I was kind of thinking that this might be the year that he, uh, you know, finally breaks through, but uh, it's not going to be at the beginning of the year because the uh, Brewers needed to make room for your boy, your guy. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. had to, they had to make some room for Luke Voigt to, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to Kevin. You know, I, I, uh, I like to brag whenever I'm right, so I'm going to brag on Kevin here. But he, he pretty much told us when we talked about Luke Voigt getting signed in that minor league deal that he was going to make the team and they were going to find a place for him. And it makes Kevin look like uh, – the uh, baseball insider that he uh, would probably tell you that he is not, but <laughs> but he loves Luke Voigt's home run trot, and how can you blame him? But uh, another surprising move, Abraham Toro was one surprising move, but the Brewers made another surprising yeah. to- move because Keston Hiura, the first round draft pick from a couple of years ago, a guy that had shown shown signs of being a big time star and a guy that they could let. Uh, Colton Wong go to Seattle for mm-hmm. um, they uh, they DFA'd him this morning and uh, you know I don't think there's a chance that that kid makes it through waivers I, I think somebody's going to take a chance and and put him on the field because you know second base isn't exactly a a, a prime spot where everybody's got just a, a an all star so um, you know I would think somebody's going to give him a chance and someone may end up getting a a real steal on Keston Yaira um, because, you know, he's still got a lot of potential and he's still a young guy. So, you know, we'll just have to kind of follow that as the season goes on. But, you know, if he if he clears and makes it to AAA, I think Milwaukee's going to be really, really lucky. Right. Well, let's let's talk about him for a second just because it is kind of – he's kind of a guy that had um, – he had that, had a high ceiling. Uh, he's 26 now. I want to say he did have a real – at least one really good season. Oh, yeah, that rookie season in, uh, I guess it would be his rookie year in 2019. In 84 games, he hit 19 homers, batted 303, slugged 570, uh, had a 938 ops. And I remember, and again, this is, you know, this is what kind of fan, this is how about the insider that I am. But I remember um, he was the guy that I always liked to pick up on my MLB The Show because he had like, he was young, he had a lot of potential, he had a lot of power, he had high ratings. And really, ever since that year, I guess maybe Major League Pitching figured him out and uh, led the league in 2020 in strikeouts, which is hard to do with 85 strikeouts in 59 games. And just kind of fell downhill from there. So uh, maybe somebody gets, you know, get in the right situation because he batted 300 his entire minor league career. Uh, yeah. Get in the right situation, you know, maybe, maybe somebody can help him turn it around. Well, I think, yeah, really what's going to, you know, what probably did it in for him was uh, he he struck out at a 41% clip last year. 
Um, he still creates a lot of runs, though. He's a he's a run creator, so you know he's a guy that you know if he can get on base and 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 you know he can he can create some runs and he slugs enough to where he can run to, uh, create runs too. So I, I you know in the right situation it might work out and it may just end up being him a guy getting option to AAA and and uh, or getting sent to AAA and and uh, you know figuring it out a little bit later. Like some of the guys do, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a, a bunch of guys that figure it out 26, 27 years old. Right. Well, and before we jump past the last one, last note on him, hasn't played a hundred games yet in his uh, short major league career. So maybe injury, uh, Another injury thing. scare is a little bit, you know, maybe be part of that. It's, um, it's definitely but, why I think Milwaukee wasn't able to trade him free DFA. Mm-hmm. Right. So another guy that uh, we would just consider maybe a tragedy of modern, the modern metrics era, uh, a guy that we're kind of big fans of and we hate to see it. Uh, Nomar Mazzara looks like he got uh, his papers today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a sad story, especially for Ranger fans, because we saw the such potential in Mazzara. He was one mm-hmm. of those guys that, I mean, when he came up, man, I thought he was going to be like a, a, a perennial all-star type player and, it just never really worked out for him. I mean, he was never bad in Texas, though. I don't think there was ever really a season he was bad. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they traded him for nothing, so it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like we lost anything or gained anything from him because he hasn't done anything either. But, you know, Mazzara was one of those guys that we had high hopes for, and he really looked like the makings of a big-time ball player, but it just never really worked out. But man, did he hit some some mammoth home runs here? Well, and and do you ever think maybe it's also kind of like that that uh, the insatiable media element? Like, you know, maybe you just leave well enough alone, and and you still got a guy hitting twenty homers, driving in 70, 80 runs a year, batting two sixty, two seventy. Like, you ever think maybe that we just got a little greedy? Uh, in that situation, and and could have just left him out there and let him maybe play and, and filled, he, in, filled in other the other two outfield. He probably have... could have been a pretty solid left fielder in a, in a time yeah. where they were looking for a left fielder. Because wow, what man, do they need right yeah. now? <laughs> you know, that's I mean that's kind of been the, the the talking points for them for a couple of years now since they moved uh, Gallo off of there. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, I think the the move should have been to move Mazzara off of right and move. But, you know, that's all hindsight stuff. And, and Mazzara, hindsight. you know, I mean, it, it just it, – it's it's sad because there was such a, um, there was such promise here uh, when we saw a 20-year-old kid come up in 2016. But, you know, what it's baseball. Nickname. It's the – What a nickname, too. The Big, the big chill. chill. Yeah, great nickname. <laughs> great nickname. Well, hey, we're going to – Texas Rangers with the boys, we're going to make an official statement here because I know uh, my co-host agrees, but – we're going to wish the best to Nomar Mazzara. Hope he lands on his feet. We want to see him do well. Uh, and, you know, hopefully we have a, a, you know, somewhere down the road, we have a, a redemption story for him because a, a guy that, you know, we both like and hate to see this for him. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to talk one more quick note. Uh, Tristan McKenzie, big pitching prospect for the Guardians, going to start the season on uh, miss the first couple weeks of the season. I don't have a whole lot of news on that, but I just felt like it was it was relevant just because he's a really good player it was with a lot of potential. A, a strain of the terrorist major muscle in his throwing shoulder. 
I knew so, I could count on you, man. I knew so it. So he he uh he got he got uh, pulled yesterday from his start with some uh, arm discomfort. He uh, okay. went in for an MRI, which revealed the strain, and uh, they're going to shut him down. He's going to open the season on the 15th day, um, and his uh, timetable will probably be, you know, dictated by a reevaluation in a couple of weeks. But uh, you know, it's going to probably be the 15 days or, or 10 days of the IL before we even see a, uh, a, a reevaluation. And then uh, from there, you know, it, it may be another 14 days before they do anything with him or, mm-hmm. um, you know, he may have to have some sort of, uh, you know, shutdown program for a longer period that would force him onto the uh, 60 day. But for now, we're going to look at uh, hopefully 15 days from now, uh, you know, they're reevaluating and he starts throwing again. So just a real kind of quick tidbit, tidbit, you know, I love these kind of stats, but in his, in his short major league career, he's got 340 innings and only 240 hits. So a hundred more innings than hits. He has a career walk or whip of one Oh two seven. And last year he did what is such a hard thing to do. Finished under one at a point nine five one. So Heck of a pitcher. We hopefully he gets back, uh, so that uh, when the Rangers meet the Guardians in the playoffs, the Indians, the the guard, uh, Rangers. I mean the Guardians. Sorry, Indians, not the Indians, but the Guardians have no excuses why the Rangers beat them. Uh, but I'm gonna kick it over to you for some Texas Rangers news because there was a few more roster uh, situation. It was a roster situation, uh, and one more little talking point about the roster. Well, yesterday, yesterday afternoon, the the Rangers released Sandy Leone from his minor league contract, so that leaves just one non roster invite left mm-hmm. on the uh, on the position player side in the in Rangers camp, and that one roster spot, you know, that one non roster invite. Isn't exactly the non-roster invite I thought to see uh, still with the club <laughs> on the very last day of spring training. But uh, no offense to Travis Jankowski, I'm just kind of I was I'm I'm shocked that he's still here. Um, but I guess that really kind of shows the struggles that Bubba Thompson has had this spring and. You know, I don't know. I don't know what uh, what more to say on that. That you know, with Grossman taking left field and and um, Tavares being out, it gave Bubba Thompson a real opportunity to shine in center field the last half of spring training, and he just never did. Yeah, yeah. Sad to say it. I mean, it's not what we wanted to see, right? Like we're we're rooting for Bubba Thompson. We have been the whole off season and. Uh, just hasn't really stepped up. And, and to me, it just really kind of confirms it. Maybe, and again, you you even said they probably won't because they can't because of the Tavares injury right now. But I think Bubba Thompson needs a little bit more time, uh, you know, just working on his, uh, you know, being able to to hit major league pitching, which he wouldn't be the first guy. But uh, Jankowski, what a head scratcher. Uh, first round draft pick in way back in 2012. Uh, look, just, you know, I mean, just really, it's kind of a definitely definition of a journeyman. Uh, I don't really yeah, know what to say about him. Yeah, and, probably and played on several teams. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the he's, guy beating you out. That's, hey. Well, and I don't know that that's going to be the case. I mean, there could be a, mm-hmm. I mean, there's still probably a chance that he gets released tomorrow mm-hmm. or, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. So, you know, tomorrow's Wednesday. He'll have to have everything pretty much lined up before then. So, you know, we'll have, we'll have an idea today, probably later on after the game of what he's going to go with and the 26 guys that are going to be on the roster. I think the bigger question is kind of that bullpen and we've talked about it a hundred times. But before we move on, I want to say something real quick about Jankowski. Do you know what his nickname is? uh, I have no idea. (laughs) Get ready. His nickname is Fred. I'm not kidding. It's on baseball reference. Look it up for yourself. So Travis Jankowski's nickname is Fred. I I, I can't even imagine <laughs> why you would even think that that would be something that anyone that was listening to this show would be interested to. And oh, that was for me, guys. Sorry. Uh, about that. That, that was, was that was not for any of you people, and I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry <laughs> for my co-host here. No one, well, no one needed to know that, but it's okay that well, we do hey, know that. And... Let's not segue yet, because I got an even better one. Because we were talking about Keston uh, Hira earlier, and I wanted to look up just how to pronounce his name right, because I like to get people's name right. So you pronounce his last name Hira. So it's Keston Hira, but do you know what his nickname is? Hira dog. <laughs> oh God! Let me take a deep breath. Kest Daddy. Kest Daddy. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> Go to baseball reference. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> but Kest Daddy. There's Kest a reason, Daddy. there's a reason that kid's getting DFA. He's, <laughs> he's, oh, got, man. he's got oh, a whole man. bunch of bro in him, I think. I'm running the show right now, but You're I just t- went into the. Killing I, it. I, went, I know. You're killing I it a, right now. I went into a rabbit hole just now into uh, the baseball reference, baseball player nicknames, and I'm going to be up all night now because this is this is incredible. Anyways, moving right along, I think mm. that we only have one more quick thing about the Rangers um, with uh, Englert, um, the pitcher yeah. for the, the Detroit. You know, I didn't think he was going to be ready for the big leagues, but it's uh, looking like uh, Detroit's going to keep him around here for the – for the foreseeable future. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll kind of see, we'll keep, continue to watch that as the season goes on. But as of right now, uh, it looks like he's going to clear camp with Detroit and, you know, he may get exposed as the season goes, goes on and he's got to stay on there for so long before they can, they can option him. So, yeah, I, I, you know, there's still a chance that he comes back here, but it looks like he's going to break uh, camp with the, with the Tigers. Um, and, the, and then last thing, um, did, is there anything else more you wanted to say about maybe that, that last roster spot or, or anything like that uh, in terms of the Rangers? Because talking about Jankowski, I thought maybe that was something we might want to touch on, or do we want to just – Well, uh, you know, I think, I think it's Duran and, and Smith. Yeah. Hopefully. I think those two guys are going to be the guys that get that, uh, get that last roster spot. We'll see if okay. Bubba Thompson makes it. We'll, we'll just kind of see. But – I think Duran and Smith have done the best job of spring training of like solidifying themselves as big leaguers. I could agree with that uh, 100%. Um, well, speaking of agreeing, speaking of 100%, uh, you're going to be given 100% on Friday night, aren't you? Well, Friday night, I'm, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an older guy in the wrestling business. So not a lot of things make me too nervous anymore, but, uh, the idea of representing Fort Worth as the uh, Trinity river heritage champion is, uh, uh, it would be a great honor. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to and taking this very seriously this week and, um, we'll just kind of see how things go, but, uh, the Hell's Half Acre tournament is this Friday night, March 31st, 7 p.m. bell time at Martin House Brewing. Um, the, uh, the show will start with uh, Battle Royal. And then mm-hmm. as for, as the guys go out, they'll be placed into two four-way, um, four-way tornado matches. And then the winner of those two matches will meet in an Amarillo Tape Fist match. And the winner of that match will face the winner of the Battle Royal. And the winner of that will be the Heritage Champion, the new Trinity River Heritage Champion. So we're looking forward to that. Trouble on the Trinity 2 at Martin House Brewing on on Friday night. And, uh, you know, uh, I also want to say that uh, Friday night is not the the last time you will see Matt Ward Pro team up with Mm. Texas Rough House because May 26th, Back at the Southside Preservation Hall, we will be back and uh, we'll we'll be talking that thing up here for the next couple of months after after this Friday night. Awesome! I'm really pumped. I mean, we, we can't we haven't talked and we've talked so much about this event, and the, the, we're just ready for it to be here the day after opening day. So couldn't be I, more excited. I honestly think that it's the biggest independent wrestling show in in Fort Worth in a long time it's the biggest one that we've had in fort worth independent wrestling show wise in a, in a long time it's actually in fort worth proper not haltham mm-hmm. not arlington not garland mm-hmm. not Euless, not you know so um so i think it, i think it's a big deal and uh, i'm excited to be a part of it and i know uh, all the other guys that are are as are as excited as i am yeah yeah really excited can't wait to get out there see some wrestling got back in town just in time. Um, and then we do, looks like we do have a Texas Rangers box score, but before we get to the box score, would you like to know what Ozzy Albie's uh, nickname is? No. Oh, no. I mean, you can tell us. <laughs> <coughs> no. <laughs> um, Poochie. Poochie is Ozzy Albie's uh, nickname. Aren't you glad you asked? No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you brought it to the table, though. <laughs> Um, one final tune-up start today, or last night, for Jacob. Wait, 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 wait. Wrong guy. What, right guy. Wrong yep, yep, guy. Yep. Wrong guy. Wrong Nathan, guy. Nathan. Nathan Ivaldi. I, you know, I just like talking about Jake Degrom so damn much that you know, I, I, mean, I was going to put in do. a segment. I was going to put in a segment about him today about his pitching last night that he probably didn't do at all. Right, right, but you, um, but we're ready to talk about uh, Nathan Eovaldi, who has some strong eyebrows for sure. And, and and I mean, I would say that Eovaldi it was definitely a tune-up job for him. Um, mm-hmm. Six strikeouts, one walk. Um, he gave up a couple of long balls and, and gave up four runs. But overall, I mean, I think that was a, a tune-up. You know, he threw he threw eighty pitches, so he's. He's trying to get ready to a point where he can throw 90 or 95 pitches on Saturday afternoon for the, for the club and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, start getting an idea if they can save that bullpen a little as they get farther along. So if he can get five innings out of 80, 80 pitches, 
um, uh, in, in a game where he's given up some hits and not exactly in the strike zone like he normally is because uh, um, he, he had, uh, oh, what was it, uh, 25 balls. That's mm-hmm. not exactly his norm. He's normally more like, you know, he's a, he was at 80 pitches and 55 ball, or 55 strikes today. Right. Um, normally he's a little higher than that. So he was in and out of the strike zone, but the first earned runs that he's given up all spring. So you can't be too mad about that, but um, no. you know, I'll, I'll be more interested to see what he looks like on Saturday than today or last night. Real quick. And, and real quick, couple, couple quick notes too. Evaldi number one, just like Jake DeGrom is in shape, man. This guy is cut. He's chiseled. Yeah. I big mean, dude he too. He looks, he looks good. Uh, but the other thing, and I know you're going to talk a little more about it, but again, just kind of more of that 10,000 foot view. Rangers with 14 strikeouts and one walk. Uh, yeah, that's really like that. that's really nice. And 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 what's what's really really nice is that that back into the bullpen that a lot of people have been worried about that there's not a there's not a ton of velocity there. There's not a lot of strikeouts there. Um, those guys in one, two, three, four innings of work today, they had five eight strikeouts so eight strikeouts and five innings of work from burke smith hernandez and leclerc is real nice uh no walks from those guys no hits from those guys so they were really clean tonight and uh that's a nice boost of confidence because if i had to say right now the scariest thing about the rangers going into the season is do they have enough depth in that bullpen to to carry the load with having starters that are you know going to be limited early in the year and mm-hmm. and and really, you know, having having starters that you know, eighty pitches to get through five, eighty pitches to get or hundred pitches to get through six, something like that is is the is the relatively the relative norm. So you've got to have you've got to have Burke, Smith, Hernandez, and McClurk on all the time when you're in the, when you're winning the ball game. Right, right. And then one quick note before we get to the Rangers, uh, position players and offense, but. Bobby Witt Jr. putting together a pretty nice little spring right now and wonder if maybe uh, this might be the breakout year for him. Uh, we, had, we had a lot of expectations on the guy last year, uh, and it felt like he had a pretty decent rookie year, but maybe underwhelming for maybe what people were expecting. But well, and I think having a gotta, nice little spring. I think you got to remember that Bobby Witt is also like 21 too. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, like last year was – it was kind of, you know, I wouldn't say – I wouldn't say overwhelming, but I would say that like the big leagues is a big step from starting the season before at at high A or double A. Yeah, but still throwing together 20 homers, 80 runs batted in, 82 runs scored, 30 stolen bases. Not not too shabby for a guy uh, just that only got, I guess, maybe only as high as like uh, he got he got a little bit of a, a sniff of triple A. Uh, towards the end of 2021, but I mean, yeah, not was, a whole lot of experience in the minor leagues. He was he well he's he's a, a prodigy because he's a you know former number two pick in the draft and you know when you look at him as as opposed to the other guys in that draft he's a you know he's ahead of him because Josh Young was in that draft and he you know he yeah. should have been already in the big leagues by a year like Bobby Witt mm-hmm. Bobby Witt was three years younger than him at, on draft day. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Josh Young, uh, he rock. He got another hit. Uh, yeah, got he also got today. a. He also had a home run taken away too. Uh, he mm. uh, guy just made a great play, but uh, he definitely put enough in it to get it out of the ballpark. It just didn't happen for him. Um, I also want to uh, point out that Mitch Garver had Woo! 
some really good at bats last night. He, yeah. um, he, he is hopefully shaping up into where if he does hit 174, which I don't think he will, I think it'll be more like 230. Hopefully that that on-base percentage is closer to 330 and you really can justify him um, being in the lineup both as a DH and a catcher. Yeah, yeah. And the catching position uh, just keeps being productive during the spring, so let's hope it yeah, translates. Jonah Hyam, some really big hits uh, coming in. Come, came in pinch hit for Brad Miller and had a really big hit that uh, got the maybe the first run across. I'm not 100% sure. One of the first runs across, though, for sure. Um, Josh Smith, another big day. Uh, another mm-hmm. double for for uh, Josh Smith. Um, just, you know, um, the top of the lineup wasn't very good today, but they've been pretty good throughout the spring. Simeon, you know, he's a he's definitely a slow starter, so – Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with him in the first couple of days of the season, but I can't imagine that it's going to be two months this year. Uh, Lowe had yeah. himself a hit and a walk. Uh, Dallas Garcia had three strikeouts, um, so not his best day at the plate. Um, mm-hmm. Grossman had another hit. Brad Miller had a hit. And then, like we said, Heim and uh, Smith had a couple of hits. And then Garver had those three walks. Grossman and Lowe and Simeon also had walks. So um, 11 strikeouts to six walks. So much better than the uh, much better at the plate than uh, Kansas City was strikeout to walk ratio. And they also were a little over 300 with runners in scoring position tonight at uh, three for mm-hmm. nine. So three for nine is about 330. Yep. Uh, yep. But uh, overall, man, I'm in there. You know, they're getting ready. I'd like to see them hit a little bit more. They were pretty shut out um, through the yeah. first uh, seven innings of the game or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, first six innings of the game, they were shut down, uh, got things going late in the game. Uh, you'd like to see them uh, start hitting a little bit earlier in the games. Um, but, you know, everything ramps up for real on Thursday. And, you know, there's a lot of guys in the history of baseball that have had poor springs that come out ready to play in uh, – on opening day, and I think the Rangers are probably no different, and they got some guys that'll be ready to play um, Thursday afternoon when when things start rocking. Really, really pumped up, really excited. Can't wait. Uh, we're going to be so fired up on Thursday. Uh, you got anything else today before, uh, um, before yeah, we roll on? Today, 105 start for the Rangers. Uh, Martin mm-hmm. Perez will be on the hill, and um, – there will be absolutely zero TV for it, but uh, you can find it on uh, uh, Cliff 1270 and uh, that's not Cliff. Well, 1270 and 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 uh, DFW KFLC, not Cliff. My bad. I thought Cliff used to be 1270, but I could be wrong. Um, anyways, Martin Perez on the hill for the Rangers. Uh, one last tune-up for him before Sunday's start. And uh, uh, Singer, is it Kyle Singer? I want to say, no, Brady Singer will be on the hill okay. for Kansas City. So looking forward to that, and I'll be out there. If you uh, if you want to find me, I'll be somewhere down there in Section 33. <laughs> so go check out Manimal at the game uh, today. And, uh, you know, lots of fun talking Rangers baseball, as always. Uh, we will be catching up with you guys on Thursday as we take uh, Wednesday off as we normally do. One and, final uh, preview. One final preview before the real deal. And then we're going to be uh, doing our first, uh, you know, first show 
post game uh, for uh, during uh, the on Friday uh, at the at the big event at Martin House Brewery. So uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to catch us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TX Rangers WTV. Check out our website, Texas Rangers with the Boys, all one word dot com. Um, and really just tune back in with us on Thursday and we're going to be talking opening day and talking Texas Rangers. Thanks everybody for tuning in. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.